Welcome to episode 76 of Two Piece Starts Live. He's Tim. And he is Ray. We hope you enjoy the show today. I think this will be the first podcast that will actually be less funny than the comic. I just have a feeling. What do you, I, I like our comic, dude. <laughs> no, I'm saying the podcast will be less funny than the comic. Like, normally, the podcasts are funnier. Let's like, see. there's more content. Like, well, the, so, yes, you know, you could have, like, you could have like a poor... You could have, like, a poor comic I'm like well at least their podcast will still be entertaining this week so we'll make fun of ourselves yeah right because i mean really it's like how we're we gonna top it for next week right like it's not gonna happen you always say the, the podcasts have to be better every week but the comics don't necessarily have to right <laughs> that's right but see since the comic won't be any good next week then i'll be like hey like let's make this podcast kind of lame to settle people back <laughs> into the regular career no <laughs> it's all planned all right. out well, we're going to jump right into it this week. Uh, comic talk. This week we had Ray's Adventures in Dating. Ah, yes. And by Ray, we don't mean me. We mean Cartoon Ray. There Wait, is a difference. That was that was <laughs> what you told me it happened last week. And you, you had three dates, and that's mm-hmm, basically mm-hmm. how they all went. They were all in similarly colored restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> I just asked Applebee's to change the lighting every time to <laughs> right. match their outfit. Yeah, but... uh. Yeah, that was, that was a great. Uh, oh great, man, I don't know. It turned out awesome. I think it did. I was very happy with B- it. Yeah. Both, both in how it went down, like planning it, and then the execution and the reception. It all, it all kind of came together real nice. It's great because it's kind of a reminder that like we still have it. You know, like we still yeah. got him. Once we still have while, the humor. We, <laughs> we pull it all together and it works. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you were like, I don't have an idea for comic this week. And essentially, that's how we start off comic talk every week, right? I mentioned that part, where it's like, we don't have any ideas. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then we just got to talking about my personal life. And, <laughs> and, and like, one joke just led to another, which led to another. And, like, I was already laughing so hard when you're like, we should have, like, the GameStop employee, you know, marrying <laughs> the two <laughs> marrying the two of them. <laughs> I was just laughing, and then you're like, he should wear a chip hat and be like, press A to get married. And I just we like. We both lost it at that point, I think. <laughs> we were just. I was in I, tears. I literally dropped to my knees on the floor. <laughs> just laughed. I just couldn't contain myself. I was in tears, and it was like, yeah, we have to do this because it's that funny to us. Now, the sad part was like, it was taking me so long that uh, it's like I'll be working on the comic midnight will kind of come around sometimes he'll be like hey how's it going you know as like a sign of hey Ray I'm going to bed um, if you want to give it to me soon do it now or else I'm out of here yeah and you'll give me like a word of encouragement you know this time you just you just signed off there's no <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like was... you knew it was going to take forever and yeah, I didn't mention was... anything so yeah, yeah. So, so it's like here's here was my controversy it's like 2.15 a.m., okay? I have work in the morning. And I'm like, well, I finished the marriage panel. Technically, this is enough to end the joke. Do I really want to go on and do the GameStop employee wearing the chip mask and saying the line? You know, because I have to do two more panels. I have to zoom in. Mm-hmm. I have to draw the chip mask. I have to 
say it's just a little bit of extra work and I'm like I don't know if I should do it or not I'm like because it's almost like we're going past the punchline because I'm always worried about those things like sure. taking the joke too far like what's the joke here and in this case it was like since the comic is lots of little jokes continuously I'm like I feel like I have permission this time to keep it running a little bit longer. Eventually, I'm like, you know what? I'll do it. I got done at like three, three fifteen, and I'm like, I, I'm going to bed. When I, when I saw the uh, the email come in in the morning, I saw the timestamp on it. I just felt horrible. I'm like, <laughs> I got a full night's rest, you know. Ray slaved over the comic, and he's got. And I'm like, he's got to go to work in the morning. That's gonna be miserable. I was like feeling for you there. Oh, but it was I, tough. I, Let me tell I you. Saw the, I, I saw the comic. I'm like, yeah, it was worth it. He's gonna it just was be worth tired. It. That's today, how I felt. Yeah, because I'm like, it's be gonna okay be worth that. it. Yeah, just keep chugging through. No, that was the thing at work. See, when I was at work, I realized very quickly, I could either focus with my eyes. Or I could think, but I couldn't do <laughs> both at the same time. Okay, <laughs> so I'd be like, "Wait, what am I doing right now? Where am I trying to go?" I'm like, "Okay, look away." You know, kind of blur my vision through the computer screen. Like, uh, oh right, uh, brightness contrast. Okay, where is that? I can't see it. Where am I? Oh yeah, focus. <laughs> Got it. Okay, like no uh, multitasking when you go to bed at three thirty <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, it's a ama- yeah, man. It's it was, and I didn't yeah. I almost had like this feeling like I need to drink a beer now at 2 a.m. Like I need to like get a beer and like settle through this. I'm like, no, I don't want to make this a normal habit of like drinking a beer to finish a comic every night. You know, like that's not going to be a good habit. So yeah, you're gonna start having a six pack during the podcast and uh, <laughs> just a slippery slope from there, Ray. Well, there's like one, there's one can left at this point. You know, like maybe I should just drink this for the podcast. Like, what am I gonna have it? Like, right. Uh, but I'll just start slurring my speech. It probably won't be good. But uh, it already yeah, gets comic- a little sloppy by the end of the podcast, anyway. So we don't. Need I'm already. To- yeah. I'm, yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, thanks for your ideas. I mean, that was a classic example of us bouncing ideas back and forth. And really, there was no like, hey, maybe it should be this. Like, no, what's something else we could do instead? It's like it just came. It just, it just happened. Fell yeah. straight into place. It's like you know what? That's just. It's not going to get much better than that. Let's do well, it. Well, it's a reminder of how we sometimes used to do, you know, come up with comic ideas. If we really didn't have something solid, we'd just call each other up and say, okay, let's just talk and something will happen, you know? Yeah, and, and not even, like, let's not even talk about the comic. Like, let's just chat about like, stuff. Like, what's going on, yeah. And then yeah. eventually we'll land an idea. Yeah, oh, totally. And, and that's the thing, like, this is why I'm glad we... I, I mean, I like to think if we gave each comic more time to work on it would be better than if we did it weekly. But in reality, we would have never have done that joke unless we had had that phone call of like, I don't have any ideas about the comic. Right. You know, if we were to give like a whole month towards thinking about something, we never Still would have thought about that. We Like, having it force us to make a joke, you know, it was like, okay, we have to make a joke. Okay, got it. Let's do it now. Yeah, you, um, need, you need a time, you need a deadline to keep you accountable, basically. Yes, and it needs to be balanced, too, because if you're like, okay, let's just do a comic every day, you know, yeah, you'll have that deadline, suck. but you'll never be able to uphold it. So I think one week for us is just kind of the right amount, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, we had a lot of comments, a lot of really wonderful comments, and uh, first we're going to get to those that have never commented before, but have secretly been lurking around the, sh- the site for ages, and they finally decided to show themselves. And for that, we have a segment called Rise From Your Grave. Rise From Your Grave. 
Many two-piece start fans tend to lurk behind the shadows, hiding their faces by reading our comics but never leaving a single comment. How so when dare one, they? So when one finds the courage to break free from the shackles of silence, we salute you. you. Okay, so Lottle, thank you for rising from your grave, he said, Darn it, you guys, I wanted to get by without posting a comment. I don't want to rise from my grave. It's comfortable to be in my grave. Boo. It's my thing. Get out of here. But today's comic hits close to home. A quest I took up years ago has led me to a chick who is not only gorgeous, but can kick my ass in Smash Brothers. And... I like the punchline. Freaking dog fairy. <laughs> I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to press A all the time. Alright, our next Grave Riser goes to Attack Raccoon, who said, Oh my god, this is so funny. It's turned me into a Grave Riser. Achievement unlocked. I was actually expecting this comic to be lame. You know, like most date movies... But I lolled hard all over the place. Such perfect comedic, comedic timing, which is impressive for a comic. The length caught me off guard, and so did the ending. I think because it's unlike most of your other comics is why it was so hilarious. Thank you. Um, by the way, I've been, a long, I've been a fan of the podcast for a long time and a fan of the comics for an even longer time. Keep up the great work, guys. All right, and then we have uh, Froggy, who said, Hey, guys, greetings from Cape Town, South Africa. And I'm not going to do the accent because I'm it. <laughs> Hello. Uh, a long-time podcast listener and comic reader. First-time commenter here. So this is my official Rise from Your rise grave, from grave comment. And I think I'm the first Southern Hemisphere guy to do it. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but well, we're happy to have you. Move over, Miss Hilton. Trendsetter coming through, LMAO. Gotta say, I'm totally digging the podcast, especially the Black Doom Award and the internet booty just call it booty you know you wanna no (laughs) anyway keep up the good work and if you ever on this side of the world drop by for a coffee and a flan or something ciao nice to have you on board uh next up we have air knight who said okay this comic is epic so epic that i am rising from my grave to comment i read this comic while at a (sighs) i read this comic while at a store during a band trip me and my friend went to went ah man I'm not drinking the beer, I swear. Come on. Me and my friend went to find a computer with internet access because the, the, the college wouldn't allow us to hook up to their Wi-Fi without a student ID. So we found a few laptops with access in one of the stores on the first floor, and being Wednesday, I decided to check the site. I completely lost it. I think the five people in the store were all looking at me. My friend asked why I had suddenly gone into a laughing fit. I showed him the comic, and he looked at the last 15 comics at least. I've got to say, you guys sure know how to write a comic. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Air Knight. That was, yeah, that was a great one because, you know, people are spreading the word, getting their friends on board, and uh, that's always... Yep, passing the drugs around, we like it. That's right, yeah. Okay, so D&D Productions said, First, I've been reading this comic since the Mario Kart comic, and I've listened to about ten podcasts. At least he's honest, right? Yes. Just had to get that out of the way, you know? Everyone else does, and then mentions that they are rising from their rising grave. Rising from their grave. Moving on, this comic is incredibly freaking awesome. I don't even know what was so awesome about it. It just exudes <laughs> awesomeness. Plus, I counted four people who r- rose from their grave Rise because this grave. comic was too epic not to comment on. With me, that makes five. P.S. So now I get to be in someone's podcast, right? Cool. P.P.S. That business guy can never seem to hold down a job, can he? He's practically a recurring character now. <laughs> it's always fun to throw him in there when we don't know who else to put in. So. I know. <laughs> well, you made sense there was like the GameStop person, but I'm like, no, I'll make him. I'll make him a pastor now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he's found God. He's, <laughs> yes. he's uh, 
he still plays Mad World, but he's he's a Christian. <laughs> um, <laughs> next goes finally the last Grave Riser goes to Bright Nico, who said, "Wow, after reading this, I just had to make an account. I've been a long time fan, but this was the kicker. The wedding made me chuckle, but once the chip mask went on, I fell over laughing. Great work." But when thinking about it, would she really allow Chip as a classic Sonic fan? I'm like, oh my gosh, you, you're right. Because <laughs> I, I intentionally made her tales to be classic Sonic, like as classic as you can get, and to make it about as creepy as you can get with the <laughs> tales being a guy thing, and <laughs> and and it, it kind of matched her colors for her character too, and uh, and so Chip just seemed obvious because. GX Echidna kind of mentioned to me, like, why do you guys rip on Chip all the time? Like, he's not as bad compared to the other helping character Sonic He's a had. symbol. That's right. That's to, what to it me, is for he's us. a like, symbol of, exactly. of all that is wrong in the <laughs> Sonic universe. Exactly. Because, I mean, we started making those... Because really, what the voice we're always referencing is Charmy the Bee. You know, like, that's right. hey, Shadow, help me find the secret disc! <laughs> like, it's right there. Um, but, but, like, Chip was... I mean, in Japan, Chip's sounds similar to that but really it's like he's not even really a, a, a an animal of any kind i mean he just looks strange he's, he has a, he's a fairy dog thing and he and he's falling he sonic around he, cream he and... has no real need to be there it's, it's so yeah so we we use him because we've used him so far so it's like you know what now it's it's a reoccurring joke we can't stop it that's right plus there was but, all those um all those, uh, what do you call them, Pro- prototype images of them that just scare you and like. Oh yeah! Oh, exactly. You could have looked like any of these, and it all would have been horrible, you know. <laughs> uh, well, for every great comment comes great comments. Uh, and actually, hold on. By the way, those of you who are still sitting in your grave, seriously, you know what you love up? us. Get out. Come on. You don't need a good comic to do it. See, that's the that's the fairy fantasy the dog, that people have fairy given. The fairy dog yes. fantasy. <laughs> is that, it, like, if the comic's good enough, then you have to leave a comment saying how much... Like, dude, just come out, you know? Especially you, for, especially for, you ladies. For once, I'd love to see somebody rise from their grave and just be like, all right, I had to rise from my grave because this comic totally sucks. I've been content <laughs> I keep not to back. comment when they're good, but now I've got to say something. We'll still, it's like, we'll still call been, you out. <laughs> It's like, I've been following you guys for a long time, and I can't stop, and I wish I could, because it's been terrible <laughs> the entire time. Oh, uh, boy. All right, well, for every great comic comes great comments. This week's suggestion box was certainly was no different. difference. It was different, because it and... was that much greater. <laughs> All right, um, here's the thing. There were so many great comments that I really can't just nail down to one. True. So it, it would be nice to go over just a few of these. I mean, we had over 100, so uh, we're going to do 99 of them, but no. We're going to do just a few. Uh, first, Brawler08, <laughs> Brawler who said, I love the Smash Bros. logo and Ray's eye when Brawl comes up. Little known fact, that actually happens to him in real life, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I love how well you portrayed yourself in the comic. Also, can I go to the wedding? I'd even agree to wear a ridiculous Sonic costume if there's, a ca- if there's cake. Um, let me just say, first of all, how interesting it is to me that this Ray character, Cartoon Ray, no longer is me. Like... He used to be me. I used to be him. He mm-hmm. used to just be a representation. And now he's like this off-the-wall... He's, he's like the stereotypical <laughs> version of me somehow. Like the like the extreme version that would never happen, but it's like funny to think. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting how that's evolved. I mean, you're still relative... Well, no, you still have the swing pulled money, but that's real, so... <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
All right, Ray's next favorite comment goes to Chris Wilkerson, who said, Great comic, but um, has anyone informed you what a furry is? <laughs> no. Uh, also, Nintendo Gamer 101 said, I laughed so hard I almost threw up. That's, that's not safe. You should yes. probably have that checked we're, out. In fact, this week we're trying to make a comic that's not very funny so that we <laughs> make sure everyone's safe. We don't want anything like that to happen. They'll so. probably throw up in their mouth from how un unfunny it is. Or we'll have to put some sort of um, disclaimer when the, when the website comes up. Like, we're not responsible <laughs> for any physical damage <clears throat> to your body <laughs> due to laughter. Well, Steve-O's writes, uh, great comic. Let's hope this actually comes true one day. <laughs> well, uh, I do hope you'd get married someday, <laughs> but let's I'm not going to your wedding if that's what it looks like. Sorry. Uh, GX Echidna said, I think Ray made the right choice in ditching the first girl. Bright-eyed girls with, in pink with hair bands like that always wind up becoming more trouble than they're worth. Um, this was hilarious to me because... <laughs> it was basically like, oh, it's funny how you made her like a Sonic character. I'm like, who? He's like, Amy. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I did. Like, short hair, you know, <laughs> hair band, pink. I'm like, apparently when, I, when I'm when i given the task of like, hey, Ray, draw a girl, like, I automatically draw a Sonic character girl. On a, like, it's ingrained in my mind what a female is now, apparently from that. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. And he said, also, the wedding scene is completely ruined as she doesn't have the same eye color as Tails. Jeez, I thought Ray was supposed to be a Sonic fan. It's amazing to me how people notice these things, because even I thought about that. I don't that. notice things like that. <laughs> I know, but, like, I do, because I'm a Sonic freak, and I'm like, her her eyes should be blue, I believe. And I'm like, her eyes should, shouldn't be that color. I'm like, oh, no one's going to notice. And then someone brings it up every time. Someone always <laughs> finds it. Like, oh my gosh. Alright, Kaizen was our next comment. This was... Don't even know what to describe it as. So messed up, we'll have to do. Funny, <laughs> but really messed up. <laughs> well, that's what we were going for, basically. So, uh, I'm glad we uh, succeeded. Uh, also, Ryman actually spelled my name right this week. Uh, Devin said, <laughs> Wait, does this mean you broke up with Jessica? <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, go back and listen to Here, podcast, I don't know, I, 32 or something? Here's what I find so hilarious about this, because Devin always refers to himself as, like, the, the third person of the site, right? Right, right. Like, he's always been there and knows it all. Yet he's like, wait, did you break up with Jessica? I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> where where were you? Did you miss that part? But he said, uh, does this mean you can make an album called Raylene and the Orange Sunrise? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No more silver oh, clips. That was great. Uh, can I be your best man dressed up as Knuckles? No. Can I hold the gold rings with Chaos Emeralds on them? No. Since Chip is involved, will Ray turn into Were Ray when the moon comes up? Yes. <laughs> oh boy. It's inevitable. It will happen. Alright, Comatose 811. Good to see you surface again here, buddy. Um Will we be seeing unnamed Tails Girl in the comic again? I hope so. She's perfect for you. She is, isn't she? That's a good point. We really uh, ought to uh, incorporate her. But the problem is now, they would be married, and if that was, you know, if this was uh, canon. What we can always canon. just assume was, I mean, in some ways, when I had that look in my eye with the tear dripping down and my mouth hanging open. Mm -hmm. It could just be a dream sequence I'm imagining mm. in my mind, right? So we might be able to pull that off. But yeah, maybe she could be like the girl gamer character or something. Um, which led me to wonder, like, because I do want to bring her back, honestly, because she's... Well, first of all, she's, she's hot. Ray's <laughs> <lonely>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. Um, like, honestly, when I was drawing her, I'm like, actually, she's a cool-looking character. I like her. She's yeah, pretty yeah. nice. Like, she seems like a good fit for me, and, uh, so, yeah, I, I would like to bring her back. And she has that kind of color thing going on, where we're red and blue and we have the yellow, so, I mean, this would this would work out, I think. So, the question is, what should we name her? Well, we had a suggestion on that, right? Miley? Yes, we had, we had right, uh, Raylene, and we had, uh, I always said Raymona. Funny story about that, second grade, they misspelled Raymond, switched the D to an A. <laughs> so, everyone's uh, second grade photo sheet has Raymona Hargraves. Wow. Um, but yeah, I think actually Miley is a great name. It really is. And that is all thanks to who was it? Miley Cyrus. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> who comments? Who said that? Who? It was. Uh, it was. Gadoink. Gadoink. Gadoink brought it up. So thank Gadoink. you, Gadoink. I think we have a name, and it is Miley because it goes for miles per hour, which is tails, and I think mm -hmm. that works in quite well. So thank you, Gadoink. Um. Badnik Hunter said, Not so sure where the fiction ends and the reality begins. Yeah, me neither. There are so many nubby elbows that it is just ridiculous. And press A to marry her? Wow, this is just your dream, isn't it? <laughs> Sadly, yes. Shady McTintington. That's a longer one, but I think it, it was uh, pretty meaningful. So he says... This is not only one of the best comics on the site, but one of the best gaming comics I've read. On the one hand, it's poking fun at how desperate a gamer is when it comes to dating. Ray is willing to marry someone over just a couple of games that come out came out ten years ago. <laughs> on the other hand, it's a representation of attaining that impossible dream of finding a girl who not only doesn't think you're a loser based on your hobby, <laughs> but also understands it. On the other hand, other other hand, it's anthropomorphic. <laughs> anthropomorphizing the gaming industry. We've got the consoles constantly trying to appeal to the non-gamers until they have just become glorified PCs. Then the consoles that have games but nothing that really appeals to the gamers. But then there's always the one shining example of awesome that reassures you that everything will be okay and that all you love does exist, does and will still exist. That or it's all just an awesome joke. Either way, NCG. I like oh, that... I, I think it did touch people in a certain way. It's like, you know... I think they could relate, yeah. You can relate some, when it's like, yeah. I have this hobby, and, you know, women a lot of times don't really care about video games. And wouldn't it be awesome to date or marry a girl that is totally into that, too? And, you know, we could debate that for hours. And but, honestly, uh, on these dates, like, from talking to some of these girls, like, I... Like, sometimes I would think to myself, like... If only if they could see an image in my room right now. Like, I don't know if, if, <laughs> if I brought this up before. It's like, little do they know, I actually did bring in that Sonic stand-up, life-size version of him to my room. <laughs> like, if they were to walk in... It's like, it's like, for me, it's like, you, like, I have to slowly walk someone into this universe I'm in. Because right. they just... Upon seeing it from the outside, it's like, this is insane. But I think if they get to know me a little bit, they'll understand what I enjoy so much. Cause well, it's kind of a, a test. Like, <laughs> hi, my name is Ray. This is a picture of my room. And this is my, <laughs> this is my website. Do you want to go on a date? Right. And if they say yes, wow. Right. Marry sold. that girl. <laughs> that's, that's, that's basically what this comic represents. <laughs> All right, uh, Wrench Monkey said, "I have an important question. Did Ray and his wife take off the costumes on their wedding night?" Okay, oh, it's just a cock, you guys. Going there. But no, we wouldn't. Of uh, go not. ahead. What's your next one? My final one is to Mad Cow, who said, "Totally awesome." 
I would love to see them giving each other those giant Sonic rings. And that was funny because I mentioned to Ray, hey, hypothetical bonus comic. Tim, as the best man, I don't know who he'd be dressed up as, hands Ray the rings when they're giving their vows and they're huge, you know. Yeah, Sonic, yeah. You know, like the rings. actual, yeah. Yeah, from the game. And I was like, I thought it should be like a secret ring, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like the fiery ring and like an arrow through her heart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the fiery arrow through her heart. Oh boy! Which it is a fiery arrow, right? Did they go over that in the game? I believe so. Yes. But yet it just looks like fire is coming out of his chest. Uh, yeah. Come on, people, get some. If I just try to weird. erase all those memories. <laughs> I don't. All right, and so, boy, let's take a break from the comic. It was great. Had a lot of fun. Glad you guys really liked it. Uh, we're glad you guys read the site. We love all of our commenters. You guys are fantastic. And anyone who reads the site or listens to our podcast means everything to me, not Tim. And we hope you guys stick around. So, moving on, we're gonna we are gonna shift gears and do a little bit of Ricket Ricket a remix. remix. Sorry, with this segment, I dish out a video game remix favorite of mine, who it's by, and where you can grab it. This week, it's a remix of the castle theme from Super Mario World. It's done by the artist Arrow Z and is titled Turning Terrors. Take a listen to a quick sample. your music collection i've got a link up right now for those of you listening to the m4a version of the podcast otherwise you can just head on over to ocremix.org and track it down yourself if you guys ever find that i mean i assume there's probably a lot of people who only listen to the mp3 version of the podcast Mm -hmm. if any of you listening to the mp3 version um ever feel like there are lots of links that you'd like to get that are only available in the m4a one and want me to post it in the like in the comment section or underneath the post, like the actual links relevant to this podcast, let me know. I might start doing that. Hmm, good idea. Just want to see if there's actual need for it first. Well, it's that time everyone worries about, but it's here. It's time for the dreaded, endearing Black Doom Award. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention. You gotta stop smoking. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created, Black Doom. Well, my Black Doom award 
gonna go to Warner Brothers Interactive. And that's because of a new game that was recently announced called Lego Rock Band. Really? You're not a, yes. not a big fan of, of... I have some issues with this. Like, it made sense with Star Wars because the ships could all be made out of Lego pieces and they could use the Force to pull them apart and put them together. And they've done a pretty good job of, like, merging that into Lego Indiana Jones. You know, it's like, okay, that's cool, it's funny. And also with the Batman and Robin stuff, it makes a little bit of sense. But, like, if you look at these screenshots, what has to do with Legos in this screenshot? Uh, I guess the guy's hand. Right, I mean, well, I mean the person. I mean, obviously he's a Lego, right? I mean, he's a Lego person. Looks like the symbol in the background on the drum set is Lego-ish. Yes, the, yes, the drums are made of Legos. Anything else? Mmm, no, not really. Oh, well, there's so a couple if, Legos on the ground in the background. Yeah, just sitting there on the ground. Sitting there, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, oh, let's be creative. Let's just put random Legos on the ground. You know, like, they'll just mean something, I guess. I, it's just, it's weird. It's like, if we can get away with doing Legos for this game, like, anything's open now. Like, anything could be a Lego game. Like, oh, all we need to do is just paint their face on people and have a couple of random Lego blocks on the ground. Like, oh, it's Lego anything. You know, it's... It's... <sighs> I see your point, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? It's like, to it's me, like, okay, great, you can have these people, you can have these Legos look like the actual, you know, performers, but, like, you don't have Lego guitars, you know? It's like, okay, let's just make things, let's make guitars that would, that look like they'd be made of Legos. Like, that's not the point of these Lego games. The point of the Lego games is that it's funny because it's all made of Legos, and they start stretching it when they have textures and worlds that aren't made of Legos. Sure. Like, those, that's just a little weird. And, like, this is just, like, the extreme version of, like, hey, what else can we do with Rock Band that hasn't earned us enough money yet? Oh, I know. Let's release something that kids will be like, ooh, Legos. Well, here's, I mean, I, I see your point, and I think you're right. Um, but I do see a value to what they're doing. At first, I was like, this makes no sense at all. But, um, and I think Penny Arcade mentioned this, and, and it makes sense to me. You know, the Lego brand is a, like a family-safe brand. You, if you're buying your kids a Lego game, you're pretty much for sure not going to hear like a Lego guy cussing or something like that or killing yes. somebody or, you know, doing something horribly violent. No, or... you'll hear that out of the people playing it when they yes. fall off the ledge for the hundredth time that because is they true. can't tell us the edge of a ledge. <laughs> it's like, hey, what's this? Oh my gosh, it's poison acid on the ground? Oh, my bad. I just sank right through it. Yeah, it's a red Lego. Come on, you should know that. <laughs> It's like, oh, is this quicksand? It looks like dirt. Oh, I lost all my studs. <laughs> but, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a... It, yes. The branding is, like, family safe. So, you I know... Agree. You, you have rock band with, you know, rock music that maybe some parents don't think is a good influence. And so now it's like, we want a rock band game that has songs that kids can play and enjoy and, and have the fun without the influence, whatever we don't like, you know, as, as parents or something. So in that way, it makes sense because you're giving, you're, you're giving a, a known brand, you're kind of merging the two brands into something that uh, hasn't really been done before in that genre. But, you know, what you're saying is true, that the, the fun of, of the Lego games for, you know, for non-kids even is that, you know, you're seeing all everything creatively done as Legos. Um, yeah, you're seeing the things that you know and love as Lego things. And it's funny because it's like, oh my gosh, there's Obi-Wan Kenobi, isn't he hilarious looking? Or that's C-3PO, and those are easily recognizable people. And now it's like, are kids going to recognize the artists of these bands? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, no, I don't, they're not. I, it's well, like, I don't know who it's, what kind of music is in there, but... 
I mean, the only songs that they have right now are like Blur, Song 2, Carl Douglas, Kung Fu Fighting, The Final Countdown, Boys and Girls, and So What. Yeah, I you're think. not going to know the uh, Yeah, it's the like... I don't even know the artist. Kung Fu Fighting, really, like... Yeah, they're not going to know the artists. I mean, so that's what's kind of... It's it's kind of... Like, I, I get it. I understand. I think... I mean, there's obviously room to disagree here. I know your opinion's different. That means it's wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. But seriously, it's wrong. And, like, it's not done for the right reasons. I, I, it's hard It's hard for me to pin it down, but honestly, like, it's just... It's going off the deep end. It's jumping the shark a little bit, is how I would put it. In some ways, they're doing right with... They're, they're correcting the wrong that Nintendo did with Stupid Wii Music, in that they're giving a, yes. fa- a family-based music game that doesn't have stupid necessarily have stupid songs but yes as far as applying the logo the lego brand to it they're probably not going about it the best way possible mm-hmm. i would agree with you there well my black doom award is going to go to there's just a need to vilify video games i think in in, in the media and oh, yes. and there was i don't know if you remember if you saw this a few days ago there was a a poll that came out that all the, you know, you come out with a study and every, if it's popular, then all the news outlets will report on it as though it's like fact, right? So mm-hmm. all the news outlets report that the study came out that 8.5% of America's youth are addicted to video games. Now, that's ridiculous, in my opinion. It should be like 32%. Of course. No. Um, <laughs> you, people use the word addicted way too much in, in general, I think, you know? Like, when I think of an addiction, that's like a chemical, uh, you know, reaction to something. Like, if you're addicted to alcohol, it's like there's this chemical need in your body. You become dependent upon it. If you're mm-hmm. playing too many video games, that's a self-control <clears throat> issue, you know? If you're... If your parents allow your, you to play 30 hours of video games in a day, even though they're wait, aren't wait, 30 wait, hours, wait, hold on. You mean the parents have a responsibility? Unbelievable, in this? isn't it? No, I see. I think the kids should be in control. That's they should right. be able to run M-rated games. <laughs> it's but, their decision. But okay, so regardless, <laughs> uh, you know, eight and a half percent of American youth addicted to video games. That's right. kind of silly to me. Now. There was uh, the, the ABC News director of polling, Gary Langer, took a look at the actual study instead of just reporting on it. And he said, you know what, there's a problem with the study. A, it's an opt-in kind of study, which, mm. you know, if you know anything about st- statistics, you don't just say, hey, are you addicted to video games? Yeah, okay, we'll do my survey. You know right. what I mean? Like, this was like, this is a survey <laughs> about how much video games you play. Instead of saying... I'm going to call this random person, do a random sampling of people, and find out what, you know, in the general population. Like, for instance, if you, if you look at uh, the, the Wii voting channel, right, mm-hmm. you're going to get a different response to certain questions on that than you would in the general public, because that's a sampling of just Wii owners. Yes. So if you ask them about video... Who have an internet connection. Who have an internet connection, who know enough to, you know... Yeah, exactly. So you're, you're, you're very specific on who you're interviewing. So... Obviously, there's a problem with the survey that uh, that just you know self-selects who they who they want to be answering the questions, mm-hmm. and, and so so that's a problem. And then just the fact that all these news outlets will just say, "Oh, sure, we'll we'll take that number and report it," and that's sensational enough to uh, you know warn families that you know your kids are playing too much video games and this and that, and 
you know, what happened to real journalism? Like, let's, gee, let's take a look at this and see if it's really newsworthy or not, you know? I mean, yeah. that's just kind of sickening. That, and, and we see this every time there's a shooting, and the, the police will go into the shooter's house and find out that he had a copy of Halo on his desk. And the only thing that the news reports is he was an avid video game player who, who did nothing but sat in his house and played video games all the time. Really? Right. Or is that just a way to connect to, to you know, excuse what he did or, 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 or find blame for what he did? Like, it wasn't his yeah, own I mean, choice I, to do something evil. It was because of video games, you know? I mean, I play video... I, I, like, I murder people all the time, but it's not from video games. Of course not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have much to say on that. I just don't want to get caught. Well, well do you want to wrap up the show? Let's do it. Finally, we would like to end the show with Musical Misfits. Some great video game songs have been lost in the shuffle over time, and we play one in full after the show's over for those who are interested. I get to trade off every other week with our listeners' suggestions, so you guys can enjoy my choice from the game Rocket Knight Adventures. The song is from level 2-2. I'm sorry, 2-2. My apologies. So that will do it for this edition of Two Piece Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic, and every Monday for a brand new podcast. Just like the one you heard here except better. With that, he's Tim. And he is Ray. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. I, I, like, I murder people all the time, but it's not from video games. Of course not. Yeah. So that's that's my beef. Did you find Sarah yet, by the way? Oh, Did sorry. I find no, her? Never mind. <laughs> I'll take that out. <laughs> <laughs>